Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a space and platform of intentional healing for black women who are looking to get to where the joy and abundance of life resides. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode where I'm going to be talking about, I guess, this phrase of you have not because you ask not. And this episode specifically is for those of us, or those of, I guess, you technically, that are or that are like I was, okay, where I was afraid to ask for things. I was afraid to assert myself, okay? Uh, I'm not doing that anymore, so you're going to get that energy today. And if you're here for that energy today, continue listening, all right? Uh, before I get into today's episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to all of you who are continuously coming back week after week to listen to the Brown Girl Self-Care podcast. Every week you are showing up. Every week you are going deeper in your own personal journeys, and I'm just here for it. I'm here for the glow up. I'm here for the elevation. Um, I'm here for all of it. So um, if you continue to show, up, to show up when you share the podcast, when you leave a review, when you even listen on Spotify and you answer my little questions or you leave a comment, like I see all of that and I, I feel the love, I feel the energy, I feel the support uh, as we are doing this work of, of, of liberation and healing. And I'm just here for all of it, okay? So I just want to give a, a special thank you to you. All right, so I don't intend for this episode to be long because, first of all, <laughs> I am still kind of in my week of non-labor, if you will. In case you didn't know, I had a, um, I offered a um, seven-day challenge that went out to the newsletter. Plus, if you're a Patreon member, you got all those days as well on Patreon, and it was seven days of different ways to practice stillness, different ways to practice stillness. And we need that because this is how we're going to get that or tap into those feelings of just self-awareness, of love, of, of clarity, of vision, of healing, um, reflection. Just all these things happen when you are still, when you are in a place of being versus consuming and doing all the things. There is times in our life where we do have to do all I don't want to say do all the things, but there are times where we do have to do things, obviously. But I feel like as black women, we are expected to, let's just pretend there was like a 50-50 balance between doing versus being. I don't believe that anything is ever an equal, like perfect 50-50 thing. You know what I'm saying? But let's just pretend that that's what it is. Let's just go with that. When I feel like black women, we're expected to go way beyond 
in the doing department, but we're not allowed or we're, we're not we're not extended the same luxury of just being ourselves. We're not extended the same luxury of just showing up as we are. We're not extended the same luxury of just being okay, just minding our our black business, being still, resting, prioritizing ourselves, taking care of our bodies the way that we see fit. Like none of those things. Like we we actually have to tip the balance and go on the whole opposite end of the of the spectrum. And again, I do believe that. There does need to be times when we are to be in a, a place of action and activity and things like that. Obviously, I do believe that. But I do also believe that just like it's important to do things, okay, it's equally, if not more so important for us to be and to be still, to rest, to go sit down somewhere, to just settle ourselves, to focus on our breath. Like, I, I truly believe in that. So, um, yeah, so if you were able to do that challenge, whether it was one day, one minute, five days, seven days, all the days, none of the, none of the days, but you thought about it, you saw the emails, and you was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that next month. Like, wherever you fell on the spectrum, I just want to celebrate you, okay? I just want to celebrate you. That's that on that. So let's go ahead and get into this quick episode about you have not because you ask not. Now, that is a biblical phrase. If I'm not mistaken, that is from, I looked it up earlier. I believe it's from James chapter 4, verse 2. Don't quote me on that because I did not write it down, but I'm pretty sure that's James chapter 4, verse 2. Y'all, quick story about this verse, okay? So sometimes when I go to bed, I'll listen to different things. I'll listen to, or or um, I'll put something on. Sometimes I'm watching a nature documentary and it helps me fall asleep. Um, sometimes I will put on the Bible app and I'll just pick a random place. It could be Psalms. It could be Genesis. It could be wherever. And I'll just let it play while I sleep. Sometimes I'm listening to um, like, uh, like mindset affirmations that are on a loop or just things like that. It just depends. And sometimes I don't listen to anything at all. It just depends on how I feel and what I feel like I I need during that time, okay? So this happened, actually, I want to say, I would have to go back in my journals to pinpoint this because I know for a fact I wrote this down because, baby, let me tell you, this was <laughs> this was something else. But I think it was about two years ago. I think this happened about two years ago, maybe a little longer. So I had put on the Bible app, went to bed, and on everything. It was just the weirdest thing, y'all. Um, it's interesting how the mind works, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure this part out, but maybe I just can't. Have you ever experienced where you're having a dream, but it's the morning time, like, it's, it's morning time, maybe, maybe you're, like, I feel like I am still dreaming in the morning time right before I wake up, maybe that's a normal thing, I don't know, it's just really weird to me, like, uh, anyway, I'm, this, that's not the point, let me get to the point, so this one night slash day, whenever this happened, I had put on the Bible app in a random place, I'm sure, went to bed, and then um, something happened. I, I specifically, specifically heard those words. And it felt like someone was standing next to me and literally, like, I don't want to say shouted it in my ear, but it, it felt like someone, okay, how about this? It felt like someone was in the room while I slept 
and specifically just said that line to me. And I woke up like this. I woke up like, boom. It was crazy. And I I heard those words specifically. Now, mind you, again, I had put this Bible app verse or Bible app on at night or the night before, and it was playing what it was playing, you know, going through all the verses. And then I heard that that day or in the morning or whatever, whenever I was about to wake up, okay, I heard that and it was it was loud and clear as day, and it woke me up. And it was, you have not because you ask not. Boom, I was awake. And first of all, I was in shock, like, what? <laughs> and then I went back through the app and tried to find the verse. I should have gone to Google to, to get the exact, to find out where the verse was. But I, I could not, I could not, like, I went back a few like I was looking for it. So I went back a little bit. I was like, okay, I just heard this. So it has to be like within the last, you know, maybe chapter or two or something, could not find the words at all. So then I was like, did I make this up? (laughs) That's how I felt. But it was so powerful. It was so in my ear. That's all that I heard. That is all that I heard or all I remember hearing. You have not because you ask not powerful, 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 powerful. I swear, man, I I feel like it felt like someone was standing right next to me and said those words in my ear. And immediately I just woke up crazy. I will never forget that ever in life. There are many things that I cannot remember and I'm getting little bits and pieces of my past are coming to me from when I was a kid and stuff. But that is something I will never forget as long as I live. Never. So anyway, heard those words, looked, jumped, <laughs> jumped out of bed because again, it felt like someone said it in my ear. That and anyway, so that's what I felt and heard. Um, so I got up, looked for the verse, couldn't find it, and I just, you know, continued on about my day after trying for maybe like twenty minutes to find where it said that in the Bible. And um, I've never forgotten that. And. It's always been there kind of with me, but I never really started to ask for things. And I told you guys the story about how the young man in Trader Joe's, I think his name was Jonathan, did not know him from a can of paint, approached me and literally was telling me how I'm about to get this and that and this is going to happen, things about my life that he would never obviously have known because I didn't know him. So I was reminded of that. You have not because you ask not. And so I have been approaching life as of late because yes, that was about two years ago. I ain't going front. I was going through some things. I've been going, I've been going through some things. I feel like, I feel like Oprah from the color purple or who says that all my life I had to fight. Was that Oprah? Was that Miss Seeley? I don't know who said that. I can't remember, but that literally would sum up how I feel about my life for the last forever, up until recently. All my life, I had to fight. Okay, that's just how my life has felt for the up until the last few years, and things started to shift. The more I just became more self-aware about my needs, my wants, who I am, who my how I want to elevate, how I want to live my life. 
how, who I want to become as I continue this life and, and different things like that. So um, like I said in a previous episode, like if you go and listen to old Brie and her energy, who I am now and who she was back then, we are not the same. I love her. She supported me. You know what I'm saying? But we are not the same. So, yeah, it's taken me, I, I've gone through so many things. There are so many things I haven't shared with Brown Girl or on the podcast or Brown Girl Self-Care because it's just a lot. It's just a lot. And um, I do realize that sometimes you're just not ready for stuff. Like you have to hear things, at least for me, I've had to hear things over and over and over and over and over again, sometimes, depending on what it is, for it to really start to sink into my spirit, for it really to become like, for me to be able to take it as a fact or something that I should really look into or pursue. So again, I heard that you have not because you ask not thing at least two years ago, at least two years ago. Then again, I told you I had the young man telling me some things. That was maybe like, what, a month ago or something like that? So... It's been a constant journey, y'all, of me just pouring into myself, pouring into myself, pouring into myself, pouring into myself, filling up my cup uh, because I have lived pretty much my entire life from a place of lack, from a excuse me, from a place of scarcity, from a place of low self worth, from a place of low self esteem, from a place of uh, just just anything negative you can think of, more or less. That is where I started Brown Girl Self-Care. And that was in 2018 or somewhere in there, 2019, something like that, three, four, five years ago, whenever that was. So right around that time is when I really started to get serious about my journey in self-care. It started probably before that, but I really started to get into it um, consistently when I started making the episodes because I was like, okay, I keep like dib, dib, dibble dabbling or whatever the word is, double dutching. Sometimes I'm like, okay. And then sometimes like, nah, I ain't good. Like, so I started the podcast because I was like, nah, <laughs> we got to get serious about this healing because your life is, is not going to change. Your life is not going to change until you really start to hone in on, on what you need. And stop living your life for other people. I've lived my life for uh, the opinions of others for a very long time. I've lived my life not wanting to make people mad. I've lived my life not asking for things that I wanted because either it was a hell nah or it was a we ain't got it so you can't have it. Or it was a well I'm scared to ask for this because you know I, I really don't want to know the answer even though I already know the answer. Uh, like in relationships and things like that. Like I will just be afraid to ask for things. I will be afraid to assert myself and just present basically like, hey, this is what I want because I felt like it. I was not worthy of it. I felt like I was a bad person. I felt like I shouldn't really be asking for things because it's we're already in a hardship and you keep asking. Um, I was taught like you never beg. Like I even looked at it as like begging uh, because it was like, if you keep asking for something, um, you're basically begging, and that's just not a good thing. I've had a lot of work to do, and I'm still a WIP. I'm still a work in progress, but I'm going to tell y'all right now, like, the level up with me is, <laughs> it's real, baby. It's real. The level up, like, <laughs> I'm just not the same person. 
I'm just like the energy that I was on back then, I'm not on that anymore. And actually, when I think about asking, it's not that I would not be able to get the things that I wanted, okay? But to me, I feel like, like sometimes I would ask for things and things like that. But I mean, generally, if I feel like it would be me just like demanding stuff. Like, because I felt like I wouldn't be take, taken seriously or I wasn't good enough to have these things or people wouldn't want to give it to me. So I got to like kind of be rude about it or make or, or just be very demanding and very controlling and rigid. And ah, that's the only way I can really explain it to how it makes sense. Like instead of just allowing, like asking or and or allowing things to happen, uh, you know, I would be more in this... Ag- not aggressive as in I'm going to beat your ass if you don't give me this uh, thing. You know what I'm saying? Not that kind of aggressive. But it would just be very, like, uh, just very negative. I'm, I'm going to get it this way. And if you don't like it, that's too bad. That kind of energy. Does that make sense? And I'm not trying to do that no more. Now, I'm not saying that sometimes you sometimes you got to have some bass in your voice, okay? There are going to be times for that. But generally speaking, I don't want to live a life where I got to be this hard shell, like Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I don't want to have to fight. Like I said, I don't want to be like in this place of all my life I had to fight. That is such a powerful statement. I wish I could remember who said that, but it's been probably at least five to seven years since I've watched The Color Purple. All my life, I had to fight. I swear Oprah said that. I swear, Ar- Har- not Harpo, I swear, I swear Oprah said that, but I could be so wrong. Somebody tell your girl, leave it in the comment on Spotify if you um, listen on Spotify. Tell your girl, who said all my life, I had to fight? Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this as a poll. I just wanna see, no, no cheating. I'm gonna make a poll on Spotify and I'm gonna, so obviously I am gonna go and look up the answer after this episode's done. I just wanna see if we really know who said all my life I had to fight. So go look for the poll um, on Monday <laughs> or today, I guess, um, when you listen to the episode. And I'll leave that poll up for a week. No cheating, okay? Do we know who said all my life I had to fight? I feel like it was Miss, Miss Winfrey. I can't, what was her name in the color purple? We had Nettie, we had Seely, Sophia. <laughs> Miss Sophia, maybe it wasn't her who said it. Maybe it was Suge. All my life I had to fight. Oh my gosh. Don't revoke my black card, y'all. I haven't seen the color purple. It's been a minute. So um, anyway, I digress. <laughs> but that's going to be the poll for this week. Who had to fight all their life? Okay, answer the poll. Nettie, uh, Miss Sophia, uh, Suge, or Seely. I think those are the four main characters. Okay, back to the topic. So uh, you have not because you ask not. So that's not the energy that I'm trying to be on. And I feel like as, uh, as this person, this woman, this woman I am becoming right from head to toe, like it's a complete transformation that I'm undergoing right now in various parts of my life. Um, that's one of the things like I am really starting to, again, not from a place of aggression or demanding or trying to control and hold on to, to get, get whatever it is by any means necessary. Like that's just not the energy I'm trying to be on. So I am really starting to ask for things. And if it's a no, it's a no and that's okay. 
um, or if it's not an answer that I want to hear, okay, it's okay. Because it's really not about the other person. It's really not about the outcome either way. I mean, yes, of course, it would be good to have the things. And I feel like most things, if you ask, simply ask from a place of grace, graciousness, a lot of people are going to want to be accommodating. You know what I mean? But it's, it's to me, it's not necessarily about the answer. It's really more about me. Me being in a place to feel that I am worthy enough to even expect um, when I ask, like, like have this expectation, like I'm worthy of having good things. I'm worthy of having people wanting to support me. I'm worthy of uh, just whatever it is I want to be able to get. And I'm also doing that with God too. Like I, I used to think that God was, and this is something that I still am working through because just of how I was raised. And like I mentioned before, not having a father figure in my home. Um, so basically abandoned by my father, I thought that God was just like this I don't say evil, not evil, but like this really mean, um, you can't have nothing. I don't love you. I don't like you. I've abandoned you. Stop bothering me. That kind of person, that kind of person or that kind of God, because God's not a person, but that, that kind of God. Okay. Um, and I've really had to start looking at God in a different way. And it's been very hard. It has been very, very hard to do that because it's been like when you grow up and struggle and you're just like, well, why does this happen to me? Why am I, why am I being treated this way? Why am I not getting things like other people are getting? Like just all these things. It's hard to have um, a good feeling about someone, God, someone who's supposed to be your provider, supposed to be uh, just making sure that you have a happy life. That's what I thought. Like God doesn't love me because I don't have a happy life. You know what I mean? Um, but in any case, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm changing and shifting and evolving and elevating in a lot of different ways. Um, because, and, and there's still a ton of work and healing to do. And I'll probably always like the things that we've gone through. Yes. Can we pull out some lessons from it in most things? Sure. Right. I, I can look back on some of the toughest things I've ever experienced and pull out some lessons, even if the lesson is, I never want to be like that. I never want to cause someone harm the way they caused harm to me. Like, I'm talking about those kind of lessons, not lessons as in, if I wouldn't have done X, Y, Z, or I deserve that because, no, 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 I ain't talking about that. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Um, but, I mean, we're talking almost five decades or, or four decades, over four decades of just a lot of stuff. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be black today. 
from the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. And it's going to take time to even uh, just kind of like, quote unquote, normalize myself. Okay. But yeah, definitely with the ask. I will be afraid to ask because there's only so many times you can hear no or we ain't got it or you know, those kind of things where you just kind of like just say, well, F it. I'm just, just forget it. I'm just not going to ask anymore. I did try to go down the path of stealing stuff to get the things that I wanted. I know, I know, I know. Um, but this is back when I was like a teen uh, and I was not, a, I was not a good thief y'all. I can probably count on one hand, maybe two or three times I've ever stolen something, okay, in my entire life. <laughs> and all of those times were when I was young. Uh, and I'm not proud of it, but it's like after you hear no so many times, it's like, well, maybe there's another way to get this. So I remember one of the times I stole, I was probably like 14, 
And I forget what Nike shoe was all the rage at that time. I cannot remember. But me and a girlfriend had gone maybe like to maybe the swap meet or something. And bright idea, ding, ding, ding. Um, she's like, hey, we, I want these shoes or let's, let's, we, we can, we can steal one shoe and then go to another store and steal another, like steal the left shoe from one store and steal the right shoe from another. And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not backtracking, but I'm not even sure if I did steal the shoe or if I said, hell no, I'm not doing that. I don't think, maybe she stole the shoe because I didn't get no shoes, but that was the intention and I was along for the ride. So it's just like, technically I stole it, but I don't, I think she took the shoe. I'm not a good thief. So I probably was, I probably didn't really steal the shoe because I knew that if I got caught, it was going to be hell to pay. So maybe that I, I didn't, but I still had that inclination. Like, yeah, we going to steal this shoe. You know what I'm saying? Child. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me get back to this topic about you ask, you have not because you ask not. I felt like in that moment, and it was confirmed or just with that young man that was talking to me, like, since I hadn't been making my requests really known to God on a, re- like, regularly, um, and wondering, like, wondering why I'm, like, working, 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 working so hard to get out of this debt, working so hard to do this, working so, like, again, that aggressive how about manly energy, right? I'm working, 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 working so hard. I'm, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this happen. It's going to come out this way. I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it did not really get me anywhere, right? It didn't really get me anywhere with the things that I truly wanted and desired, and um, which includes living in a certain way. There's a certain way that I want to live, and that is just now really starting to happen and come to fruition. And it is not because I was fighting, 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 fighting. Yeah, no. For me, at least for me, this is my journey, my story. Like for me, that just, that wasn't it. Again, there are going to be some times where you do have to kind of like, you know what I'm saying, go out and get it. But I don't think that everything needs to be like a hard fight struggle, right? I, I just don't feel like that's what life is supposed to be all the time. I, I don't. And so I'm now doing my best to live a life of more ease. And a, a part of that is asking, just making simple requests. Again, expecting a yes, you know, because it's, it's just expecting a, ne- a yes. But if it's a no, it doesn't work out or whatever, not being so attached, like, I used to be so attached to things, y'all. Like, if someone, like, if I got a no, it would just kill my spirit. It would ruin my day. And it's because I wasn't really used to having my yeses or my my, my requests being a, a yes for the things that I truly wanted. And it was for a variety of reasons. And it would just literally break my soul, as Sister uh, Beyonce says, it would break my soul, like, over and over and over again. To where I was just like, forget it. And this, I'm just meant for a life of struggle. And this is the best it's going to get. I'm going to fight for everything and try to control everything and be really hard about everything and have this wall up. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I'm not that person anymore. I mean, I still have my wall up in certain things from time to time. And 
but I'm, I'm not that person anymore. I think God has just shown me like there's more in store and I just literally need to ask. I just literally need to trust him and just to start asking and, and activating my faith. Okay. So, um, I'll tell you, I put it into practice. I've been putting it, putting it, putting it, excuse me, into practice a bit, but two things that instantly came to mind. So I'll put them in my notes here. Um, so recently I stayed at an Airbnb. It was, it was, um, near the beach, probably like a two, like a, maybe like a six minute walk from the beach. Really nice. I did that in honor of my birthday. And, um, I wanted to come just a little bit earlier. Really, I didn't, but I just wanted to ask to see what would happen because, again, you have not because you asked not. And I want to start getting into this place where making a simple ask is not like a big deal. I used to think that it was like a huge deal to even ask for something like, oh, my God, I've got to ask. And that's because, like, when you're not used to having healthy communication with someone or people, like, you just expect the, you just expect that you're just going to get, you know, dumped on. So I used to be afraid to ask for stuff. I used to be afraid to speak up. I used to be afraid to ask for simple things. So I sent her a very nice little quick message, and I said probably something like, hey, I was just wondering if I could, instead of, I think the check-in was like 4 o'clock. Again, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even really want to go early. <laughs> but I was just like, I'm just going to start asking for stuff. I'm going to put this muscle to use, right? Um, and just get into the habit of things that if I want it, just ask for it and see what, what the answer is. So I just say, hey, you know, can I, do, can, do you think it's possible I can check in at 3 p.m. instead of 4 p.m.? And she was like, um, well, I'll see and I'll get back to you. And I was like, whatever, in my mind, like, whatever, like, I'm not attached to it. So I was like, okay, great. And the next day she was like, okay, so we'll see you at three. Boom. And listen, I did not, <laughs> wait, I did not get there at three. <laughs> I didn't get there at three because I didn't, I didn't really want to go at three o'clock. I'm sorry. I'm just cracking myself up, y'all. I'm trying to get through this episode. I got there probably like 320, 330, because it, it wasn't about me getting there at 3. It wasn't about me. It was just me about me just starting to ask for things, just asking, getting into the habit of just asking um, and being comfortable with that. And so they said yes. Um, another thing that I asked, I wrote it down. What, what was the other thing? I'm trying to look at my notes really quickly. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So I asked about the Airbnb. Oh, maybe I didn't put it in here. Oh, the other ask. So I had recently bought some earrings off Etsy. Etsy, however you say it. I think it's Etsy. Um, these sterling silver, like, hoop earrings. And I, they were $40. And these are just regular, degular silver hoop earrings, okay? And I was like, oh, maybe that's the going price. Because I hadn't researched. I just wanted some silver earrings for my birthday. Y'all, I really bought myself some things for my birthday, and I don't want to make this episode too long, so I don't know if you even want to know. But I bought myself some earrings for my birthday. And um, they were $40. And so something happened to where when I went into my Etsy account the very next day after I made the purchase, Etsy showed me something saying, well... These earrings are now on sale 50% off. And I said, now wait just a damn minute. I just paid $40 for these earrings. 
And now they're 1999. So I was like, okay, just send them a message and see if they'll refund the difference. No big deal. And if they say no, they say no. But it's been less than 24 hours. It's a fair request. Just shoot them a quick message. And so that's what I did. I just said, hey, so-and-so, I noticed that um, these earrings I bought, literally, it had been less than 24 hours ago. So that was interesting. But these earrings that I just bought less than a day ago, they're now on sale. Would it be possible to just have the, the difference refunded to me? And maybe like a day or so later, they responded back with a, probably said yes or something, and then they sent the $20 back to my account. No big deal. But the old Brie would have been like, either feeling like maybe the message you just sent, you just dropped the price, and you need to send another, you know, no, I'm not doing that. Like, the old Brie was very abrasive. Like, because she had to, like I said, all her life she had to fight. So I had this very abrasive covering, right? And I still have that. There's still parts of that. I'll, maybe I'll have those parts of me forever. And it probably will have to be like a conscious act. You know what I mean? I want you to understand that as you're starting to make these new habits and things, that doesn't mean that your old patterns are just going to magically disappear. It doesn't mean that the old, old, the old version of you, that the one that was in protection mode or whatever, she doesn't just fall away gently into the breeze of the night. Like, that's just not how it goes. So there might still be remnants of that version, that version that was there to protect you, that version that was there to take care of you, that version that was there to keep you as safe as possible, okay? That version of you that did what she needed to do because she wanted to be heard and expressed and safe. Like, that's a part of you. That's a part of me. So it's not like that abrasive part of me just magically goes away. And I know you're thinking, you abrasive Brie, what? I know. I I I I'm an interesting bird because I feel like generally, if I'm in the right environment, I'm pretty chill. But if I don't like you, I'm not chill. Um if I feel like I have to um, mask, you're going to get the very, uh, sarcastic or what you used to. I used to be very sarcastic. I used to be really, really mean to some people that I felt I will be mean to people. I I don't know. I, I, I just had a lot of issues back then. And when I was journaling today, I was kind of saying finally, like something I didn't even think about, but kind of came to me today was like, it makes sense that you were the way that you were because look at what your experiences have been. Your experiences are, are you are a product of what your experiences have been, right? You're a product of what your experiences have been, okay? So there are parts of Brie that are still very hard. There are parts of Brie that are still, that is still unsure, you know? There are parts of me that are not secure, still have to be reminded constantly. I mean, constantly, constantly. You hear me? I dropped my voice. You can understand how serious it is. Constantly needs to be assured every single day that she is worthy, that she is good, that she is beautiful, that she is smart, that she can live an abundant life, like all these beautiful things. I have to remind myself of that Every single day, every day, this is the work for me. 
When I think of work, I I would think that a nine to five is like work. No, this is the work that I want to be doing. Screw the nine to five. Okay. For me, for me, screw the nine to five. Because the work that needed to be to be happening, my, my primary focus needed to be on repairing myself, reparenting myself, healing myself, just all the things. That's the work for me. And I'm just so thankful that right now in this season, I'm in a place where I get to do this podcast, something that I love, and I'm able to make income from it. Finally, okay, I know y'all be hearing the ads, support your girl, <laughs> okay? Um, I'm able to make money and doing, doing something that I love finally after decades, finally doing something that feels like me because the work that I did in the past, when I was working at Taco Bell, working at McDonald's, honey, those were my humble beginnings working at a, um, and then working in two corporate environments, selling office furniture, um, like, I was good at it. Yeah, I was good at my job. And I was able to to put on the the fake brie and pretend to be happy and pretend to smile and, hey, how you doing this morning? Like, I don't want to do that shit anymore. I don't want to be that person. I want to be able to have my moods. I want to be able to feel my feelings. If I'm not feeling something, I want to be able to not be feeling it. If I'm feeling something, I want to be able to be feeling it. Like, I just want to be me. And I want to feel all the emotions, all the feels. I couldn't do that. And I would suppress and suppress and suppress and suppress and suppress until I ended up having going through a long period of depression. Because I just had too much, it was just too much chaos in my life, too much going on, too much struggle, too much strife, too much chaos. And plus, add to that the years of trauma from my young adult or my childhood. Like, it was, y'all, it's a, it's, it, it is a blessing that I am even here today, okay? It is a blessing that I'm able to use my experiences and come to you and do my best to hopefully motivate, inspire, encourage, nurture, support, cheer you on. Okay, because I know what it's like to come from nothing and to want have 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 this the smallest little seed in your mind like life was meant to be better than this and I'm going to have it. I wouldn't have that thought a lot. Okay, it would get buried by years of filth and chaos and dysfunction and, and strife and stress and struggle and debt and poverty. I'm telling you, but that little inkling has always been there, always been there. And I knew that my life was meant for more. I knew my life was meant for more. It, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was. I couldn't see it because, again, I was in the dirt during that period. I was in the dirt for a very long time. You cannot see what the, what is above you when you're in the dirt. Okay? When you're in the dirt and you're you, you don't know what's ahead. I was in the dirt for a very long time. I didn't see sunlight for a very long time. I just felt the rain pouring on me like I don't know, but finally, finally my finally my little seed is blooming y'all finally and i know that it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger you know what i'm saying that's what i believe that's what i had inside of me that is why i'm here this is why god put me here 
This is why God put me here. To, to, to share with you, like, from my special perspective, thoughts on life, healing, liberation, freedom, joy, abundance, right? All those things that are our birthright. All those things that are for you. When you start to ask, again, you don't have to assert in every situation. You don't have to demand in every situation. You can just simply ask, okay? You can ask and not be attached to the answer, okay? Be it a yes or a no, but having the courage to just start asking. Ask for that raise, sis. You've been there for seven years, ain't got but one raise the whole time worth 50 cents. Ask for the raise. Ask to have a meeting with your boss and, and, and lay claim to, to that raise you deserve. Ask that question you know you've been wanting to ask your partner. Maybe it's, I, can you help me more around the house or whatever it is that you want to ask but you're afraid of the answer. Make the ask, okay? Make the ask the next time you need something. Like there's different things, there's different asks, all right? And again, you may not get the answer you need, but I tell you what, I tell you what, Okay, depending on the situation, when you make your ask, and if you don't get that thing that you're asking, you're going to need to take a step back and do a little reflecting. Okay, because if this is a consistent thing, right, that the, let's say the, the, the job, okay, let's say the job, if you've been, if you have been asking for a raise, for example, or whatever the case may be, and you keep getting a no, let's just say you keep getting a no, Right. That is an answer for you. It may not be an answer you want to hear, but that's an answer for you, okay? And what you do with that answer next is up to you. The world is yours, okay? The world is yours. So even that no can be an answer, right? Or it is an answer. And you then have the choice to do what you need to do with that answer, okay? But I'm not going to be doing this Force, 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 force. I am, I am operating from the belief, from the belief, excuse me, that what is for me is for me. What is for me, I will have. What is for me is available. It is an abundant world. Okay, my my father, my God is an abundant, generous, loving God. What He has set aside for me and mine is for me and mine. I just need to. Start walking through with that faith and, and start making my requests known. Start asking. Start, start having an expectant heart again. Because I didn't have an expectant heart for a very long time. So, again, I'll say you have not because you ask not. All right? Whew, I feel like we done went to church today, y'all. So, yeah. Um... Ugh. I'm just going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Make sure you go and answer that poll. Who said all my life I had to fight? Was it Miss Sophia? I think it was. I could be wrong, but I'm going with Miss Sophia. I'm going to look up the answer when I finish this podcast. Was it Nettie? I don't think it was Nettie. Was it Seely? I don't think it was Maybe it was Seely. I'm going with Miss Sophia. I'm going with Miss Sophia. So go to the poll. Don't cheat. And see which, uh, and let me know which one you thought it was, okay? <laughs> and then Google your answer if, you, if you're not sure. Um, 
Yeah, and that's it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Uh, I want you to have an amazing week. Have a blessed week. Share this episode if you found some inspiration from it. And um, be sure to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast. I will see you next week.